Welcome to the family on the Tom Bernard Podcast with Alex Bernard Rasmussen, co-host Catherine Brandt, and Andy Bernard. All right, before the break, guess, unless you know the answer, what is the number one most stressed city in America? New York City. New York City? San what Francisco. You, LA. No, you get one guess. <laughs> say any All major coastal yeah. in okay. the world? So it, No, in the United States. Oh. <laughs> I was Gotta like, be, I you well, said. I don't know, like Chicago, Detroit, those are pretty bad too. Which one are you going with? I'm going to go with New York City. New York City. Catherine? Well, I feel like I shouldn't pick New York City because he said mm. Alex, while well, mom's I'm thinking. i Los Angeles. Okay, uh, so we got New York, Los Angeles. <sighs> I want to say New York. I'll say Chicago just for fun. We'll cover the, we'll we'll cover the big The three cities. big ones. It's yeah. going to be like Milwaukee yeah. or something. Yeah, <laughs> it, definitely. Maybe right. St. Paul. We're going to find out right after this. We'll be right back. Boise. Tommy? Do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue? You mean like, there once was a man from Nantucket? No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad? No, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the walls of world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finish number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J.Lo finally beat Dan Resch. Wow, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? Well, I'd expect nothing less. Actually, we've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get the brands that they want. You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then the chips will be aplenty. That's it exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert. For great deals from the Minnesota sales leaders, go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, We're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Hey, this Brian's up. Summer is finally here, and if you're like me, you've got some serious riding planned. Make sure you and your motorcycle are good to go with Dennis Kirk. Whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, metric cruiser, or sport bike, you'll find what you need at Dennis Kirk. 160,000 parts and accessories in stock. Clothing and helmets, too. Order before 8 p.m., and they ship the same day. Plus, shipping is free for orders over 89 bucks. Follow Zepp's lead and head to DennisKirk.com. They ship today. We're back, oh, oh, yeah, ladies the, and gentlemen. The stressed city. The number one most stressed city in the United States. Andy said New York. Catherine said Chicago. Alex said L.A. Uh, how about if I say Mike McVeigh? That Do you know where Mike lives? 
I mean, Ohio? I thought New York City, but I guess not. Well, he, he, he does a lot of business in New York City, but Catherine, you're right about the state. Ohio? Yep. Columbus? Nope. No, she said Chicago. That's in Illinois. No, no but she. You weren't listening. Let's pay attention here on the show. What? She's, he said, Mike McVeigh, who I know, oh, lives yeah. in Ohio, Ohio, but I don't. Oh, okay. Cincinnati? Nope. Okay, well, I think I've exhausted my knowledge of <laughs> Ohio City. There's only one left. Is Cleveland. 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 Okay. Well, I mean, there are other right, there's cities, way but... more than three cities, yeah, but in I don't. Ohio. I've been Ohio. to Columbus. That's the only place I think I've been in Ohio. Is it Akron? I've been to Ohio. I oh, yeah, say. I've heard of Akron. No, it's yeah. Cleveland. Now that you're saying cities, now I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now I know. I've heard of that one. Well, she's got it all figured out, does she? If you've been feeling a little overwhelmed lately, you're not alone, especially depending on where you live. Wallet Hub wanted to see parts of the country were more frazzled than others. And so the site looked at more than 180 of the most populated U.S. cities, examining more than three dozen metrics in four main categories. Work stress, financial stress, family stress, and health and safety stress. Wallet Hub found Cleveland to bear the heaviest stress load, while Fremont, California, seems to be much more relaxed. The top ten, I don't know. I haven't seen the top ten yet, so I don't know if uh, Minneapolis-St. Paul's in here. Toledo, Ohio, another Ohio town. Toledo. Toledo. Oh, holy Toledo. Why is Ohio having such yeah, problems? Yeah, what's up with Ohio? St. Louis, Missouri. That's not a surprise at all. No, it's not. No. Birmingham, Alabama. Also not a surprise. Also not a surprise in the least. New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> not a surprise. Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah, Anywhere where the crime, the crime is yeah. spiking like crazy, yeah. You're right. You can't deny any of the top ten. That would be very Mm-mm. stressful to live in. But none of them are major cities. Like, Well, we if, if you think like about that. it, there's... Everybody thinks that Minneapolis has just gotten really bad ever since George Floyd. Right. It's been bad for a long time. Yeah, the last yeah. couple of years. It it's, just, it's, years. it's definitely gotten higher, course, but we've yes. been accepting a lot of criminal activity no for a it. very long time here. We just have been ignoring it and sweeping it under the rug. And now you just can't because it's just blatantly in your face all the time. Indeed. The top five, Philadelphia, Baltimore, Gulfport, Mississippi, Detroit, and Cleveland. See, I thought Detroit was pretty much at peace with their crime. Oh, no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. That's what it is. Detroit's got just a lot like, of problems. Yeah, this is the new normal. Case or us. Or yeah. Mm-hmm. Detroit's got a lot of problems, unfortunately. But, yeah, Minneapolis-St. Paul were not it. I didn't. I wouldn't think that they would have been. I'm surprised. Unless, tell you of course, the truth. You, would, you disagree with their beliefs, then they want to kill you. But other than that, Minnesota's really bad with that. If you don't believe what I believe, then I hate you. Yeah, well. Minnesota's very bad that way. I don't know why we got. Have we always been that way? I think that just humanity has become that way. Well, maybe you're. Yeah, you're probably right. So in any case, number one stress city in the United States, Cleveland, Ohio, and that's because Mike McVeigh lives there. My buddy, it's his fault. hundred percent. I don't buy it. You're not buying it. The fact that New York City isn't on there, there's just no way. New York, Chicago, nor L.A., nor yeah, San Francisco. No they're, way. they're not on there. You're right. It's How about Portland, odd. Oregon? They burned the thing to the ground. Oh, God, yeah. I don't think I've ever heard of anyone being happy in Portland. Well, that's true. They're always bitching about something, aren't yep. they? Uh, what do you think we're going to do? be able to do about that? I mean, this again, I'm not trying to re-reference here or anything, but what I'm saying is, do you think we'll ever wake up enough to say, I'll give you an example. Three young women... We're going to be charged 50 cents a piece to use a dipping sauce at their restaurant they were in. Oh, the 
Full of fries or whatever the hell that place was called. Well, yeah, something like that. Some There's fry. a dipping sauce for the fries, and yet it's 50 cents. Everybody has to pay 50 cents for it. Okay. Well, the three women didn't want to pay 50 cents for it, so they destroyed the store. Okay. On camera, by the way. They On camera, care. yeah. 50 cents a piece, and they destroy a business over that. Bell Fries in New York City, of course. Bell Fries, yeah, there you yeah. go. It's interesting. It's I, mean, I don't know. There are so many videos of people doing this kind of yeah, thing. I true, had to yeah. wait too long for my burrito, so this woman <laughs> just wrecked a whole burrito uh, food truck. Just nothing bad it. will happen to them, and they know it. Yeah, it's true. The but prosecutor on that doesn't matter. The prosecutor will give them a slap on the wrist, tell them to not do it again, and they'll do it again, and they'll give them How a slap on the wrist. How about reparations? Why don't they have to pay for yeah. what they've done? Because well, no they one makes to, them. No one makes them. They don't. Well, they don't Community have any money. service. But Something. fifty cents. As long as district attorneys cents. and prosecutors are on the side of oh, crime and lawlessness. What's, what's the name of that district attorney in, in L.A. that's letting? I oh, mean, that really horrible that people got or something like that. Yeah, there's a there's a big push to um to get rid of him. Oh yeah, there he's done. Yep. He's over. They're, they're, yeah, California's yeah. purging all of their uh, corrupt officials, or at least some of them. Uh, well, didn't they just get rid of someone, or did that They not, tried, and it did not it didn't work happen. at all. Well, never mind. California continues to suck. Yeah. Oh, I thought it did work. It Gavin work. Newsom? They tried oh, to recall yeah, yeah. Well, they him. Tried to that didn't there work. Was a, there was someone else that they recalled, a, I thought. It was a prosecutor Maybe or something I'm wrong. up in... No, oh, I, I don't know a, about that. I think there was a prosecutor up in San Francisco that they got rid of, I think. Uh, oh, yeah, Chase Bowden. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I don't know how you pronounce this person's name. Yep. What, were, what, were the, what was their title? Uh, Bless you, my another, goodness. Another district attorney. Yep. They actually it, got rid of one? Now that has to be... T- I mean, what did they do? Was it a woman or a man? Uh, yeah, Chesa look, appears to be a man. Okay. Yes, it is a man. Uh, what What was the, I mean, you would have to, I, I don't even know how egregious you would have I to know, be for, for San Francisco yeah. to get rid of Isn't somebody. That true? Yep. I mean. Uh, yeah, he was uh, elected 2019, removed in one month ago. For what reason? Uh just because he was, you know, a pro crime DA, like all of them are now. Wow, was that yeah, ask you, was yeah. that like a suburban district or something? No, San Francisco. No, San Francisco itself. Wow. Yeah, yeah. they got rid of him. Well, San Francisco of all places. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Well, San Francisco is has really been suffering with crime. Yeah. Oh God. Terrible. Yeah. The Galleria was hit the um, in Edina, Minnesota. Which store? The Coach. Oh, yeah, you said that. Yeah, a bunch of people went in there and robbed it, and I guess uh, it was all over, like, next door about yeah. how people were there shopping, and all of a sudden all the clerks were putting down the cages, and they were closing the place because they didn't want to be robbed. No, that's fair. It's just, I mean, <laughs> I don't even know. Can we have nice stuff anymore? Can no. we even have can nice we things? even have nice things? Under lock and key, you can, yes. Because I was just thinking about that the other day. It's like you know, America's got an obesity and a health, you know, problem, and it's like online shopping does not contribute to that, or does con- contribute to that, because people are sitting home on their computers yeah. rather than going someplace going and, walking and walking around. Yep. But now it's like, do you even want to go to the store and walk around? No. Because you have no idea what's going to happen no, in a given day true, yeah. anymore. I mean, it's just sad. Well, I think, I mean, you know, the whole gun violence thing is like a whole, we could talk about that for three hours. But, I mean, 
all of these horrible gun crimes being committed, mass shootings left and right, and nobody, nothing's being done. And so I think because of the DAs, I think people are taking that as like, well, they don't care. They don't care about mass shootings, so I can just break into a coach store. Oh, Pat Eberts is apparently listening to us. Yeah. Yeah, San Francisco DA was ousted, did not prosecute criminals, and ended cash bail. Didn't we end that here in Minnesota? I think so. The smash mob criminals. Yep, we have a lot of those. Smash mob. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, when are we going to get our head out of our ass and realize you can't have this utopia you think you're building, and what you're doing is creating a reverse utopia? Well, it's kind of... It, it's interesting to me because the governments are so out of touch with no what doubt. actually no happens doubt. in their country, their state, their district. They have no idea what is actually happening. Mm-hmm. In Sri Lanka, they are really in big trouble because they um, were doing this whole organic car- farm. Or, well, they they were they pushed for organic farming to meet their goals of whatever the hell it was well it's an esg score so they can get loans no no um something to do with climate change and that's part of esg oh it is yeah okay so what happened was people in sri lanka were very poor they farmed themselves worked themselves out of being poor and now then they were middle class about a year ago ever since they imposed all of these farming practices now they don't have enough to feed themselves. They were exporting something like 20% of their mm-hmm. grains. Yeah. And now they can't even feed themselves. And the same thing is happening in Amsterdam or Amsterdam. someplace around someplace. Where are all the farmers protesting? Oh, in uh, the Netherlands. In the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. They're yeah, they're having a big problem because they're just taking the livelihoods away from the farmers. Yes, they are. Okay, I understand the wanting to do organic farming. I understand the wanting to have the earth and the sky and everything be cleaner. Everybody agrees with that. But how about you take a percentage of the farms and you say, let's experiment with right. organic farming. Not all of a sudden make everybody do something. I know. It's like ridiculous. I said, it's, it's and for also, the ESG score, you, if you have a higher ESG score, you can get higher loans with lower interest from trillionaire or trillion-dollar investment companies. The government did this so they could get money from investment companies. So damn the people, let them starve. Yep. We just want our money. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, that makes total sense. Mm-hmm. That's the most disgusting thing in life is that what people people will do anything for money it's just disgusting i just like i said if you if you have a brain in your head you ease into things right you don't sit there with the whip whipping people into compliance and then having them starve while you're whipping them i mean i just don't understand how people are putting up with this shit a lot of people are just so domesticated that they'll never do anything about it. I don't know. Well, they're doing. They're they're they stormed the Capitol, and I think they got rid of the Sri president. Lanka. Yeah, they popped off. Sri they Lanka. They really yeah, did. The and, regime is over. Yeah, and the Netherlands. There are also there. It's it's a it's a big protest that isn't going away anytime soon. Yeah, but it's a protest. Unless you have establishment backing protests, don't do anything. Well, there's no food in the on the shelves. The farmers have refused to get, send anything to anybody. Well, the people in power all have food. They have money. They could just import it. 
What well, do they I know, care? But because it's more expensive and because it looks really bad when I'm eating cake and everybody else is starving. That's you would why. think, but people are just going to blame the farmers saying, oh, they're not giving us food. They're the ones making us starve. I don't know. I, I, think, mean, that, the I, think, that, I think the tide protests. is cha- I think the tide's turning on all of this. I don't know. I don't have any faith in people to be intelligent. <laughs> well, None that is probably why we got where we are. Because, I've, like I said, why not just do, like, a small portion of the farming community? And then what happens when there's a drought? What happens if there's too much water? What happens if there's a plague of locusts? You know, I mean, you're going to have to do something. You yeah. know, we have to have the food to feed the people. you gotta, you got to have these ideas worked out before you just make everybody do something. You would think. Same thing I mean, with like, the crime in the cities. I am absolutely for, like, you know, I think all cows should be grass-fed. You know, factory farms, I don't think they should exist, all that sort of thing. But you can't just press a button and make it illegal and expect everything to just kind of fall into place. Yeah. You can't just, like, blow up the factory farms and say, oh, okay, you guys deal with it. Yeah, because then there's, like, every fast food restaurant and most restaurants in general would be out of business because there wouldn't be the beef to provide to the people. You need to do this over the course of jobs, And then people would be out of, like, you know. Exactly. It's a ripple effect. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It really is. I mean, have you... People that have driven across the United States of America will see a lot of cows lot out of cows. there on well, a lot of... We have tons of cows out where we live. They're everywhere. Yeah. And they're on. They're eating grass. Yep. They're all free range out there. They're just running around eating grass. People mm-hmm. aren't saying that there aren't grass-fed cows. I know, but I'm just saying there's a lot of land, and I think it can support a lot of cows. Well, it used to be we did it more intelligently, too, because, I mean, the reason... Cows make sense as a source of food is because they convert grass to something humans can eat, in essence. Humans can't really do anything with grass. It's useless. So what we do is we'd find gigantic expanses of grass, put the cows on it, and there you go. The grass is now food. But now what we're doing is we're converting otherwise usable land into grass fields for the cows, which isn't really how it should work. The cows should go to the grass. The grass shouldn't go to the cows. Yeah. Well, how can you do that? Uh, I guess I don't know. Well, a I mean, lot of you countries can do it. You have... can just go find. There's grass everywhere. You can just go put yeah, cows there. But people want to of... live next to the city. And no one wants yeah. to be like a farmer who has a three-hour drive from the nearest. Well, and you know, most whatever. farmers have two jobs, if not three. That right. too. Yeah, yeah. that's true. They really do. Oh yeah, be, the days of yeah being a rancher where you just have like you know. 500 acres out in the middle of nowhere. a couple of cowboys. Yeah, Yeah, those are pretty Mm -hmm. much over. I follow this. Taxed out of existence, most likely. I follow this gal on Instagram, and she went to Juilliard with some of my friends that went to Juilliard, and then she got married while she was at Juilliard, and they live in Utah, and now they are pig farmers, and she's a social influencer. She was like, 1.3 1.3 million followers followers or something like that um and yeah they're like pig farmers and they have cows um and chickens and stuff but they sell these meat box things and it's like that's a good way to do it be a farmer but then also an influencer at the same time exactly because <laughs> then you're still just what farming, is she influencing she, people to buy her product basically oh her farm products okay pretty much i mean like influencer isn't it's different than it used to be in a lot of ways, because she just basically posts videos of her life on the farm. Oh. And it's just, they have six kids. They're Mormon. 
And then she was a Juilliard ballerina, and now she doesn't dance anymore, but, like, she posts videos of them, like, him, she's trying to teach him how to do a lift Mm -hmm. in their kitchen, and their kids are running around, you know, whatever. And just, like, the day-to-day of running a farm, whereas most people wouldn't really care about that. Like, most people wouldn't seek out a, I'm going to follow a farming Instagram, but, like, since she's, it's more, like, about her family, and they're all sweet, and she bakes and cooks a lot and shows what she's doing in their kitchen, um, and she makes sourdough, but yeah, they like, they sell sourdough starter kits cause she's very into sourdough and then they sell meat boxes from their farm and it's like the subscription that you can mm-hmm. get and it's like, you can get them weekly or monthly or whatever. And then they have specials for like father's day and Easter and stuff. And then, yeah. Mm. Well, Nina Barr, yeah. she posted a TikTok video of the, of their cows walking mm. around to some song. Yeah. She had tens of thousands of that's, likes that's the thing for about, a cow walk. No, that's the thing about TikTok <laughs> that is the thing about TikTok that's good and also bad is there's like basically no algorithm. It's just kind of like the, yeah, a random cow video can just show up on hundreds of thousands of people's feed for no good reason. And then they watch it. And then they watch it and then they like it. So it's like that's good in some ways but then there are other people that like that's they make their living on tiktok yeah Mm -hmm. and then they just have to try and rely on people following them and being able to see them because they're not going to pop up the same way that they would on like instagram because instagram it kind of caters it's like oh you follow like me i follow a lot of dancer instagrams and so i'll see dancing instagrams Mm -hmm. but like tiktok that's not how it is it's like oh you follow dancer instagrams too bad here's this person riding a bike you know like We have Wendy on the phone. Wendy. Wendy, how are you? Good morning. Well, I'm okay. How are you? I'm doing fine. We had a debate on whether to give you a shout out or not. Oh? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, about the farming? Yeah. Well, I follow, I grew up when I was little. My great uncle did farming, so I'm very familiar with this. And I also, and a lot of, you know, I have a lot of friends that have been farmers from high school. And there is a guy that I follow on Facebook. His name is, his uh, handle is Iowa Dairy Farmer. I highly recommend it to anybody who doesn't know, who has like misconceptions about the dairy industry or doesn't know where their food comes from. He's a, a farmer down in Iowa and he has a, um, He's got a bachelor's degree from Iowa State University in uh, dairy science and everything, so he knows what he's doing. And it's really fascinating to, you know, see him, you know, see him, like, watch him, how he runs his, uh, how he runs his barn. And a lot of times you'll see these really weird activists, like, try to, like, come at him. But what he does, he's not a jerk to him or anything. He, like takes quotes from what they, you know, what they're saying, and he answers them directly, like, you know, here's, here's what it is. Okay, that's not true, hmm. and here's why. And it's, it's very educational. So for anybody that didn't grow up around it, it, he really is an interesting guy to follow because he's very honest. He tells the truth. He knows what he's doing, and he's really a fascinating person to watch. And coming from a background where I... You know, I'm familiar with the family farms. He's right on target. It's it it is interesting because like the dairy industry has definitely taken some publicity hits 
I mean, huge publicity mm-hmm. hits in the last, I would say, 10 years. It just seems like everybody's okay. anti, anti-cow anti milk. Yeah, and that's from a lot of these, a lot of, you know, crazy, rabid, uh, ultra, far, 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 far left vegans and PETA, which, you know, I'm... I'm not going to take any. I'm not going to take any advice from PETA. I mean, there's some stuff that, you know, I, I will not give them airtime saying no. what they do. But for a place that supposedly is all about, you know, loving animals, they sure do some questionable things concerning them. Well, I think it used to be a respectable um, organization that just went to went nuts. They just went crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I think a, a lot of good, you know, there's a lot of good ideas that's, you know, people have this good idea, they start out something small, and then you get people who are just, they're bound and determined to cause chaos wherever mm-hmm. they go. Yep. They, don't, they don't even care about the original mission, they just want to hurt people and tear them apart, and it's like, yeah. I hate those people. <laughs> <laughs> well, pardon me. Yeah, I do they, too. They suck. They well, do I mean, suck. those are the people. Like when we when we had the Republican National Convention here. I mean, years ago, I happened to be working downtown. So, and the building I worked at was on a plaza that a lot of these people came to um, disrupt things. And mm-hmm. so, I had like a bird's eye view for it. And you know, there's people out there peacefully, peacefully talking. You know, like expressing you know, their dissent or whatever, you know, and I'm perfectly fine with that. If you're, you know, I will listen to you if you are, if you present it in a, you know, in a calm, rational manner. We don't have to agree. Everybody's got their own mind. But then you have these crazy a-holes. They, they'll like, they'll just, they'll just like, like take a, there was one night where there were, um, there were windows that were broken. It's these people that they're going out, they want to cause chaos to promote their initiative. You know, it's anarchists. I mean, some people call them Antifa. I mean, you know, obviously we have other names that begin with A that can describe them, but it's basically they're, they're anarchists. They're not Republican. They're not Democrat. They're not independent. They're no political party. They just want to destroy things. But now, why I mean, do I'm they? I'm not a person you have. Well, I'm guessing something in there. Very, very psych psych 101. Mama didn't love them. Daddy didn't love them. Somebody did something. Somebody did something to them, or didn't, as the case may be. You know, no love, and they just the only way that they can. They may have been rewarded for bad behavior, and so they're just like. Hey, you know, I was rewarded for that. Let's do it again. And they want to destroy people. Yeah, why? I mean, no one. Ha- Somebody explain this to no me. If, if you are really conservative or you're really liberal, you wouldn't want to destroy people, and yet they both do. Why do they do that? I don't get it. Because if 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 you don't agree with me, not only are you wrong, but you can't have your own. You can't have your own views, and because you have an opposing view, I'm going to destroy you right. so that only my, only my opinion will be left over. Once again, everybody's a two-year-old. I know. See, yep. people really don't, 
what these people don't understand is there's a lot of people out there that, you know, just quiet, you know, not, you know, screaming and going back and forth. You know, these people are in for a world of hurt when they meet up against these people and they try to take away or destroy their way of life because, you know, they, they may not... Uh, they may not come back from the town that they're protesting in. You know what I'm saying? No, I know. quiet yeah. until you try to... And, and That's you know, I, happening. I can't say I blame those people. It's like if no. you you try to set fire to my house, you try to, like, hurt my family, well, you know, maybe one of the big dogs is going to come out and come after you. I don't know. To tell you, Wendy and and listeners, that's the problem that I do have, and I got to a situation recently myself uh, that it began to affect Catherine and Andy and Alex. And you start messing with my family, and it it literally is right on the border of that because they were not too happy about it. I didn't understand something. If you go after me and it affects my family, I'm going to hand you your ass. And that's just how it is. You want to come after me, that's one thing. But if you start messing with my family and their income and all the rest of it, you better get the hell out of my way. I'm just, I, I agree with you 100%, Wendy. You do not mess with somebody's family like that. That's pretty much a solid in our family, too. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you, you know, I mean, some of the male members of my family, you may think that they're just like calm, easygoing people, but, <laughs> you know, come after Come after our family, and and I know a lot of people like this. Come after our family, yeah. and we're going to pop a bear on you. No, no, absolutely right. It, and I don't understand how they, they don't see that at all. I can just go after Bill, uh, you know, and I can just try to bury Bill and ruin his life. Well, you're ruining his wife, her husband's life, their children's life. All the rest. How do you not see that part of you? That's stupid. They are. Yeah, they're just I that had, dumb. I had someone, when my daughter was in grade school, there was a kid that was bullying her. Mm. And, you know, I talked to the principal about it. And the principal said, so much for the SPPD anti-bullying policy at that time. She said, well, it happened during Discovery Club after work. So, it, you know, it's nothing I can control. It's like what? it happened in the school building. Yeah. Yeah. It happened in the school building. It is your responsibility. And she wouldn't talk to him. And this kid kept on being a jerk to her. And I picked her up from daycare one day or from Discovery Club. And this kid was, like, trying to interrupt when I was talking to the teacher. And I said, you know what, maybe you better just wait your turn. And he went and told his crazy mother something like, oh, I had attacked him or I had blah, blah, blah. She actually jumped in front of my vehicle at the time. Oh, God. And started screaming and all this with me, and I said, step in front of my truck again. I will not put the brake on. <laughs> you just said, run them over. Yes, it's winter. Oops, it slipped. Oh, sorry. I said, and I said, as far as your son, and I mean, I just continued to, like, read her the rights about her son. And she was just, you know, like, waving her arms and screaming at me and how horrible I was and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I taped some of it and blah, blah, blah. Then later I found out she was actually a principal at a school in Minneapolis, a grade school. Mm-hmm. So I went to the principal of the school that she went to and I said, you know, get this settled. Otherwise, this is going to the Minneapolis school district. 
Well, I'm glad to hear it. Oh. Wendy, I hope uh, life uh, lightens up on you a little bit. Well, it is. Tough weekend, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's getting better. I could get rid of these damn squash bugs. Squat? What's a squash bug? Uh, I have, I'll actually a picture of it. It's something that uh, is attacking my zucchini and... Uh, um, some of my like uh, other squash that I'm starting oh, to so grow, I'm, I'm oh. handling it, but it's literally yeah, a bug it's, that uh, it's squash. Yeah, varieties. Really? Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that at all. You can hear me swearing in my backyard when I find them. But yeah, I've been <laughs> yes. kind of, I've been trimming back the bushes like crazy, and now I got to go spray them with neem oil tonight. They kind of look like stink bugs. I don't know what a stink bug. Yeah, looks they like kind of do, well, don't they? All right, young lady. I, see when I, go crazy. I appreciate your time today, and uh, and uh, you know, try to get through the day and the next week or so, and hopefully things will get better. All right. I'm thinking so. There's a cruise coming up on the 29th that I plan on going to. So there well, go. good. There you have it. All right. Thanks, young lady. Get back to there. Bye. Bye. A little news, a little information. We'll be right back in a couple of seconds with the family on the Tom Bernard podcast. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. I met the folks from Shift Real Estate last year on our way to Key West and loved their story. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees because they list for a flat fee of $5,000, and that includes photos, MLS listing, online marketing, and the assistance of a full-time realtor. Tell Shift about your home, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more. Shift Real Estate, the common-sense way to sell your home. Visit shift2sell.com because life is expensive enough. And we are back with Stretch's Picks. Who's winning this thing? The Kitties, the Pack, the Bears, or the Purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit saberheating.com. Tom here for Continuum Weight and Well-Being. If you were like me and constantly finding yourself in weight loss mode, I have great news. Continuum is here. It's new and they're doing it differently. There are no meal replacements or foods you're required to purchase. They specialize in customizing meal plans for you using all whole nutritious foods. They don't just focus on weight loss. They are upfront with their pricing. And most importantly, Continuum is designed for long-term success. Schedule a free consultation. Find out more today. Simply go to their website, Continuum Weight weightwellbeing.com or call or text them at 952-491-6527 and catch the Continuum team on my podcast on Thursdays, 11.15 a.m. I've learned so much from them, and I know you will too. Continuum Weight and Wellbeing Life Beyond Weight Loss Mode. We're rocking out, man. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Okay, I have a hack that I've learned. Hack. I need to tell all of my female is it to not use the weather app about. Well, that. Oh my god. Yeah, don't use that's the weather a, app ever again. That's a whole again. other situation. God. Worthless. Oh my god. But then Dad still will check it fifteen times an hour. No. Okay. We can get back. We keep back to that story. No. So this is like a hack that I recently heard, and I thought that it was really smart. Okay. So you know how. 
as women that have diamond engagement rings, Mm -hmm. when you go on vacation or when you go swimming or whatever, you sometimes don't want to bring your ring. Right. Well, I heard this and thought that it was really smart. They sell fake wedding rings on Amazon. They're like 20 bucks that look you know, nice. If you if you just are like, I want to wear something, mm-hmm. but I don't want to have my ring on. They sell. What about your fake... rubber ring that you like? Yeah, there's that option too. But this is kind of cool. Like it's like if you're on vacation and you're like, I don't want to bring my wedding ring on this trip because oh, we're gonna be swimming yeah, a lot or a we're really... staying at a hotel or you know. For years and years, there has been a company. I think they've got one down on Worth Avenue and West in in Palm Beach that will copy your wedding ring and yeah. it it'll be fake. Yeah. So that you can wear. Yeah. So it looks like your stuff, but if somebody mm-hmm. steals it, then you're not out. Whatever. Yeah. 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 Big but this bucks. is. I thought that this was a smart idea because it then it's like, yeah, if you just go on a trip and you're like, well, we're gonna be staying in a hotel and we're gonna be swimming a lot, and I don't want to leave my ring in the hotel or whatever. I can't whatever. tell you how many pairs of earrings I have lost just oh, taking them off 100%. and putting them someplace stupid because you're in a hotel room and no, never recovered. Oh, those. I remember you lost your ring in the the Vegas hotel room. It was on the floor. Remember, you couldn't find it for like three days, and then it was like, oh, it's on the floor yeah yeah what it had fallen yeah. out of my pocket or something something and she was like it's in the room it was in i the know room. it's in the room she's like so well my we dad just, just lost his uh, ring in the shower yeah he couldn't find a shower <laughs> that's right anyway yeah, so daryl found it so yeah goodness. if you are one of the people that sometimes you're just like i don't really want to wear my ring to something specific which i'm gonna buy one because how much are they like 20 bucks really there's this one it's $11, and it looks kind of like your ring. Oh, my. That looks very fancy. I know. It's 11 bucks, Huh. So it's like if you're going, yeah. Yes, yeah, so if you lose it, you're only on 11 like, bucks. Who cares? And you can just, like, buy different rings and, like, wear them around just for fun. I don't know. Yeah, that is a good idea. So, yeah. There's your life hack from, from me today. Your life hack. Is Thank that you. What that is a life hack. It is a life hack. You're welcome. It all works out. Back in the to end. the weather. <laughs> okay, back to the weather. Drama. Here we go. Okay. So we went to a place. Can we, we can say, say where we is, were? Okay, yeah. Stouts Island. Stouts we went there Island, last yeah. year. Which we went there work. for Fourth of July. Yes. Sorry, I'm not going to lie. It, it needs work. Does. It definitely does. It does absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dad was just obsessed. God love you with the weather app the whole time. And he would want <laughs> to plan things around what the weather app said was happening. And we were all like, that's not happening. Because he's like, it's raining right now. He'd look at his phone and you'd look out the window and the sky is blue. There is no rain. <laughs> I know. And the same thing happened to us. I know. The same thing happened to us in Duluth. We were like, oh, that 100% was... chance of yeah. rain all day long. Yeah. No we're rain. like, maybe we should just go home. We never said that. I did probably. <laughs> Remember those brain. people left Stout Island because of the weather yeah, app? They're like, yeah, yeah, they're like, we don't yeah, like. They did. They're like, oh, there's going to be terrible thunderstorms mm-hmm. all day on Sunday. We don't want to. We don't want to. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to get stuck here because you have to take a, a, a pontoon yeah. like three minutes to get to this island. It's yeah, they're like, like we don't want to get stuck here, not be able to go home. And then in the morning, it was beautiful. Yeah, it was. There was no thunderstorms whatsoever. And then like yesterday, we went to a pool, and. Dad, you were like, well, the, everybody really thinks it's nice. going to rain. Yeah, like it's 
No, it was supposed to be oh, nice. Yeah, it was all supposed day. to be nice all mm-hmm. day long. According to the weather app. According to the weather app, we get in the pool, swim for like ten minutes. Thunder. Have to get out of the pool for half an hour. Half an hour ends. Get back in the pool. Thunder. After like <laughs> ten minutes. Have to get out of the pool for half an hour. Get back was, in the pool. Yeah. Five minutes later. Thunder. We were like, okay, yeah. we're leaving. Yeah, we're but just going home. It poured for like maybe three minutes, but it just kept on being thunder. Yep. Far away. But they have the rule that it's like if you hear thunder, you have to stay out of the water for half an hour until the last bit of thunder is gone or whatever. And so, yeah, just don't, as my beloved grandma said, if you want to know the weather, put your head out the window. Yep. Yeah, but that wouldn't have helped us. All you can do. Because driving over there, the weather was still nice. No. I thought I was like this. I don't know if this is really a pool day because it was like super windy and a little cloudy when we got there. But then I was yeah. like, then you were like, oh, the weather app says it's supposed to clear up. It's supposed to it's clear a, up. It's supposed it was to supposed to be up. 90 degrees. I don't yeah, think it ever got degrees. over 80. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, it's supposed to clear up. It's supposed to clear up. And it never did. It would clear up for like five minutes. Yeah. And then another thing would come in. Yeah. So we yeah, cannot don't go with the weather app anymore. The weather app. I don't know if there is there. Are there local weather apps? Or like, do you just have to? I think you just have to really. find on them websites. online and go on. Yeah, go on their website. Which yeah, that's easy enough. Maybe try that and see what happens. Because yeah, I have a friend that is obsessed with the weather app. Like anytime she's doing anything, she checks the weather app like two weeks ahead of time mm. and checks every Mother day. Mother doesn't usually do the same no, thing. No, absolutely two weeks. not. No, and she checks no. it every day. Like before we went to Florida, she was checking the weather. She's like, <sighs> "How do I pack? How do I pack?" And I'm like. Natalie, it is the south of Florida. Yeah. It's going to be hot and there will be rain. Evenings will be cool. Pack for that. There Don't look go. at the weather app. <laughs> Don't look at the weather That's just app. what it does That's there. what happens well, every, every weather day. front is like 15 minutes exactly. long. Yeah. There, so. I know. And she's like, well, it's supposed to rain and be cloudy one day and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it Don't. never rains no, all day. it doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. Even, and it, even if it does, it's not going to be on the day that it says it's going to. No. Unless there's a and tropical so, yeah. storm, like yeah, a big exactly. one, it yeah. doesn't rain all day down no. there. And yeah, she was, and she's like, you just are so weird about the weather app, and you just never trust the weather, and you obviously have some, like, weather trauma or something. Way to go, Alex. And I'm like, uh, you're obsessed with the weather I'm app. Like, Maybe it's you. One. <laughs> <No>. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I know. And too. she's, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. I just, so. I'll never trust it. Mm-mm. So I was saying, we only got about three minutes left, but I was talking this morning on the morning show. What? I wanted to talk about nothing. Well, then talk about it. No, you say. say. No, you went on the weather app for an hour. An hour? Anyway, so what what did you want to talk about? Five minutes. Well, it's going to take more than three minutes to talk about. I can talk about it it for tomorrow. We can do that tomorrow. But I'll forget. But in any case, I I just wanted to, all the very people you were talking about, whether it's for the podcast or for the morning show. I finally, I added all these people up, 50 people over the 11-day period that I was on vacation, 50 different people, uh, 15 of them at Stouts Island came over and said they loved the show, whether it was the podcast or the morning show or both, and we're just very, very grateful for that. That was so nice to have all those people say such nice things. I want to get Rick, the uh, philosophy uh, professor at, uh, I believe it's Kansas State, it's either Kansas or Kansas State that he is. Which one's in Kansas City? I always forget that. It's the one that's in Kansas City. Kansas City. I have never uh, been good at I don't know if that's Kansas or Kansas are, State. Are. City. The university? Know. Yeah. Kansas City University. Uh, well, there is a Kansas City University. Is there? How about the university? Is it Kansas State or Kansas? Kansas State 
State University too. Is in Manhattan, Kansas. Oh, that's in Manhattan. Oh. That's right. That's in Manhattan, Kansas. So I guess it's Kansas University. I guess, but in any case, Rick uh, is from England originally, and we were talking philosophy during the, during the fireworks on the Fourth of July, actually. So I want to get him on, but uh, yeah, I just wanted to say thank you to everybody for being so kind about the KQ Morning Show and about the podcast, and there are people that love the podcast. Mike McVeigh during a we had a big meeting, which I can't tell you about yet, but I'll tell you about it in about a week or two. But McVeigh kept going on and on about how he thought the podcast was by far a better show, which I think is that was very, very nice of him. Alex, you were the only one that wasn't there to hear that. Well, I wasn't there. I wasn't yes, you were. During the fireworks? I was. No, 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 no. This was. Do you guys ever pay attention? Jesus you said Christ. while you were watching the fireworks. No, I, moved, I had moved on. In your own mm. head, I think. Yeah, I think oh, so. Man, whatever. <laughs> Boy, look at the time. Wait, I have to give a shout-out to something. No. Oh, no. No. no Reverend allowed. Tim Christopher. Oh, I love Tim Christopher. If what I could just guy. find... Man, he posts a lot. He does. Some people, it's like it takes an hour to scroll okay. through one day of tweets. He's Okay, so he posted this thing about it's our neighborhood, www.itsourneighborhood.com. Uh, Acton Children's Business Fair, Youth Business Fair registration. It's on September 5th on Raspberry Island from 9 to 5. You can register online at www.childrensbusinessfair.org backslash SP Minnesota. Um, and they're also going to be doing a free annual back-to-school giveaway to re so register your kid today, and you can donate um, school supplies to this event so that they can give away more stuff for kids. Okay? Well, that's a nice thing. All right. All right. Anybody so else got it. anything? Nope. I, All right. That's, that's going to do it. Talk to you tomorrow with the family on Tom Bernard Podcast.